Welcome to another episode of The Heathen Truth. Today, we unravel the truth about the Ochata Treaty. Was the treaty really as simple as it sounds? I'm T.T. Nugent, and in this episode, natives from rivaling families come together to discuss the Ochata Treaty. The Heathen Truth is sponsored by Douglas Hardware. Get new supplies for your own journey to the West. Stay tuned to learn more about the Ochata Treaty and think big. On December 29, 1835, about 500 Cherokees met in New Orchata, Georgia, with the U.S. government to sign the Ochata Treaty. This treaty would allow the U.S. government to forcefully remove all Cherokees to the Indian Territory west of the Mississippi River. The treaty also gave the Cherokee $5 million in exchange for seven acres of land. The tribe was given two years to move out and make the journey west. I'm here with Chief John Ross, a Pony Ross, and Major Rich. Can you guys all introduce yourselves? My name is John Ross, and I'm Chief of the Cherokee Tribe. My name is Pony Ross, which means butterfly. I am one of the women in the Cherokee Tribe. My name is Major Rich. I was part of the Tribal Council, and I was the man who signed the Ochoa Treaty in Georgia. I guess the most important question to ask, Major Rich, is why did you sign the treaty? I signed the treaty because it was the only way I could save the tribe. Andrew Jackson was going to destroy our lives one day, so I thought, why not make the suffering end sooner? We can forget... We can never forget these homes, I know, but an unbending iron necessity tells us we must leave them. And that was from your speech about the treaty. How do you feel about Andrew Jackson? I believe he is one of the worst presidents America has ever had. His attitude towards the Native Americans was patronizing and paternalistic portraying them as children in need of instruction, and he felt the relocation program was helpful to Indians. Unfortunately, though, Americans' histories live, um, history with Natives is a long tale of American presidents who wish to see Natives removed from their land. So you signed the treaty to stop the suffering, even without the consent of your chief? Yes, at that moment, I thought that John was being unreasonable and stubborn. He knew the consequences of staying and put the women and children lives at risk. The treaty would give our people enough money and new land to settle down. We would even have more representation in the government and less conflict with them. So there were consequences of staying. Chief? Yes, of course. I knew what risk I was putting my people in, but the Cherokee must stand their ground against those who tried to make to take our ancestral land. We all knew that the Americans never stood by their word. It was a difficult decision to make, but by the simulations of the instrument, 
we are despoiled of our private possessions, the indefeasible property of individuals. We are striped of every attribute of freedom and eligibility for legal self-defense. And that was from your letter to the Senate? Yes, I wrote to them to try and use the U.S. government to our advantage. Chief, do you ever regret your decision to fight and stay? Yes, sometimes. I think that my decision caused some to lose their lives. But in the end, I was protecting the Cherokee land and culture. It was a difficult decision to make. So, Apony, you witnessed the conflict in the tribe, is that correct? Yes, everyone could feel the tension in the tribe. Everyone was so scared. My husband was afraid there would be a war among the tribe. And why is that? Because more than half the tribe didn't want to sign the treaty. Major Rich did not have the authority to sign the treaty, yet he did anyway, which forced my family to travel west. By traveling west, you are referring to the Trail of Tears. This infamous path is the same journey that thousands of natives followed to reach their new homes. About 4,000 people died of hunger, cold, and diseases. What do you remember about the Trail of Tears? It was horrible. Everyone was exhausted and we walked for days without food or water. The weather was harsh and we buried someone almost every day. My grandma wasn't so fortunate and we had to bury her near the Mississippi River. I can imagine all the grief every member felt in the tribe. Yes, we lost many friends and family but the surviving members were able to create a new community in the West. Why do you think it's important that people talk about the Indian removal? Because everyone must hear our side of the story. The world needs to understand our perspective and how we feel. It is the only way for people to improve their actions. And a pony. As a member of the Cherokee, how do you think that the Ochata Treaty has affected U.S. history? Well, it definitely highlights the bad things that America has done to get the land they have today. The treaty shows how there's always two sides to a story, and I think that is the most important thing to remember besides all the lost lives. The Achada Treaty was a very complicated situation that caused both happiness and sorrow. What has done can never be fixed, but both the Cherokee and U.S. government have come to some mutual agreements. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you. That was Chief John Ross, Pony Ross, and Major Ridge, all from the Cherokee tribe. To hear their full stories, you can read the Wahali Post, a Cherokee-run journalism organization that captures the fascinating stories of Native people. I'm Titi Nugent, and this is The Heathen Truth.
Stay tuned for more episodes next week following the new school policies and manifest destiny. This program was brought to you by History Hive, a platform that helps podcasts from around the world bring you the stories of people each day. Credits to John Ross's letter and Major Ridge's speech. Special thanks to today's guests, our producers, TT, Ashley, Amanda, and Victoria, our video producers, editors, and you. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to think big.